Hello, and welcome to Happy Hour. I am Sig, sitting in for Grant Morris. He always, um, I'm screwing up your volume again. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> uh, I, this is so classic because this couldn't be any more disheveled if we tried. Right now, it is, we are already off the rails and the show just began. Mm. I'm sitting in front of uh, four people, one of which I know, Andrew Duhon. All right, Andrew. Woo! Andrew. There's yeah. three other people at the table, and I was only given bios for two other people. Uh-oh. So this is a crazy game We're going to figure this out. Who gonna... the hell is here? Yeah. Which is, <laughs> which is kind of a New Orleans kind of thing. You know, you're at a various bar late at night. Andrew knows this. You're, you're talking promise. to people. You have no idea who you're talking to. Yeah. I know this. We're at Wayfair in New Orleans on Ferret Street. Great place for drinks and food and all kinds of good times. And we're doing happy hour on itsinorleans.com. We're right, com, dot com. You got it. Yeah, yeah. right. So, uh, thanks for being here. So I'm gonna let's start with this. Let's start with a bio of what I've got, and we'll see if we can figure out who the hell we're talking about. Okay. Love it. So do you want to look? What? what? Come on, I'm not cheating. I just want to know. Sean Johnson. That's me. All right, Sean. You look like a Sean Johnson. Like Sean, yeah. So Sean was born and raised in New Orleans, but left for Savannah, Georgia to get his degree in sound design from SCAD after moving around a bit. He's back in New Orleans, currently hosting a show called Audio Portraits for WRBH, which is Radio for the Blind, for those who aren't aware of it. In uh, his free time, he's probably in the gym or eating. Two uh, outstanding uh, hob- hobbies to do. <laughs> That's it. There's nothing else. That's pretty much it. Family. Uh. Community service, uh, <laughs> betterment of mankind. Are they at the gym or like a restaurant? There's, um, you know. do, you, do, you, do you own a restaurant? No, no, I'm saying are the people I'm helping at the gym or the restaurant? <laughs> okay, I gotcha. <laughs> That's it. All right, so we'll come back. We'll talk more to Sean. We figured out that Sean is, is Sean. Uh, we also have Jamie Newman. Oh, <laughs> that's me. See, it could have been a curveball because the dude with guitar could have been a Jamie sure. also, right? Sure. But, but Jamie Newman is Jamie Newman. Yeah, Jamie lady. is a New Orleans lady born and reared. <laughs> she grew up in Lakeview, went to St. Dominic, and then Mount Carmel because people in New Orleans only talk about their high school years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where'd you go to school? Mount Carmel. <laughs> <laughs> really? I thought you went to Harvard. Uh, she spent a good decade or more in New York acting and writing and also gigging with the High and Mighty Brass Band. She is happy to be back in her hometown and making movies with the most talented filmmakers around. And that leaves us with, well, we'll get back to our mystery guest in a second. Andrew I know. Duhon. I know. <laughs> who do you think the mystery guest is? I know who it is. It's Alex McMurray, one of my favorite songwriters in town. Alex yes. McMurray. That's uh, fantastic. Good to see you, Alex. Hey. In, in all the craziness, I didn't even recognize your face, and I apologize That's for that. Okay. It's okay. It's I'm, okay. I'm, I'm perfectly shoveled, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, normally I would get like, hey, this is going to be on the show, and I got nothing like that this week. So in all the craziness and trying to put faces and names and all that good stuff together. Um, My publicist has been doing this lately, actually, dropping the ball. Like <sighs> Your publicist yeah. sucks. Yeah. Your whole staff sucks. My, my team is, <laughs> I mean, it's cruising for a bruising. Yeah, man. Lately. You need to uh, do all hands on deck yeah, meeting man, back yeah, at. Yeah, man. At the heads are going to roll. <laughs> <laughs> and on your current staff, how many people work for you these oh, days? Hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> And you know it's 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 all it's nepotism, pure and simple. Yeah. You know? yeah. But uh, you know I get a lot of mouths to feed. Yeah. It's important to. Well, you'll you'll be able to feed them here today. That's, that's for sure. That's what it's all about. The money's going to be rolling in. So Andrew Duhan, also a uh, local New Orleans musician who's taking on the world uh, via Facebook and and uh, Instagram. I recently saw that you were 
in Europe and oh, traveling? UK. Well, UK, yeah. I do the I do the UK thing once a summer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, go over there and play play for about a month. Just by my lonesome, jettison the trio or whoever I might be playing with at the time, and just try to do the take some trains to some gigs and see if I can't shake some songs loose. I think that's awesome. I was actually wondering if you take the band because I was that has to be ridiculously that would be expensive. Emotionally and financially exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. So it's really a break from the band is what it is. Uh, it started as a writer's retreat that that has been more encouraging and is more like a tourcation or even a tour now. I'll just call it a tour. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's great. Well, good to have you back and good welcome to, to the back, show. Man. Yeah, thanks. So now that we got the introductions out, we know who's who, which is absolutely uh a huge step in the process of this show today. Uh, let's talk about it, right? Let's find out what everybody's doing. And, and we're going to start with the man who's in one of two places, the gym or the <laughs> dinner plate. <laughs> right. I mean, still a, a, a staggering thing. Is that on your resume? Like, you know, yeah, interest? Much. At the very end, it's just like gym and restaurants. And that's it. And that's all I did today was I went to the gym and then I ate and then I came here. So <laughs> Sorry to get in the way of your routine. Yeah. Was it arms or legs really day at the gym? Back. Back day. Yeah. Nice. Wow. wow. That makes me sound so douchey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, for the record, you don't sound half as douchey as he does for asking the question. Yeah, right? right. The douchey question. Well, he set me up. Hey, buddy. I just, I, you know, I'm just trying to relate. I know that. I figured that was a thing. You know? Jamie just put down her headphones and left. There's like a couple of douches at Wayfair. Uh, so you work, um, you've got a show on the, uh, yeah. the radio for the blind, which... Uh, is everyone at the table familiar with the Radio for the Blind, WBRH? It's yeah, vaguely, but I never listened to it. It's 88.3 FM, and uh, they basically read books and magazines and newspapers and stuff like that, but they have a few original content shows that we do, Beautiful. and mine is called Audio Portraits, and that's I'm the host of that one. Yeah, if you go on to wrbh.org, you can see like their schedule is like Wall Street Journal every day for a half hour, and they... Mm-hmm. Read the Wall Street Journal, right. and it's uh, and they do it for Entertainment Weekly, and they do it for a bunch of other things. I took quick notes like Old Time Radio, Wall Street Journal, Entertainment Weekly, bestsellers. Right. They didn't read like Fifty Shades of Grey on there, did no, they? No, we didn't. Do, I mean, we could have. But yeah, we didn't. It'd be awkward. Really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> we read more awkward stuff than that, though. <laughs> what it's, would, it's a service. What? you got to put it out there. If people yeah. want to hear it, we do it. No, know? it's a phenomenal service. I mean, yeah. it's really incredible. Mm. So your show, what is your show that you do? My show is an interview show with creative and passionate people around the city. And it's basically like trying to figure out what motivates people to get up in the morning. And uh, it came out of a need because there's many shows on our station already. There's a writer show, there's a music show, there's a chef show. But we needed something for different other artists to come in and have a venue for them to speak and talk about what they do. So basically, I just try to pull out what is motivating you to do something so other people will go out there and feel motivated to do what they love. So it's it's uh, it's not just what motivates you to do what you do, but mm-hmm. what motivates you to do it on a bit of a higher level, where you're hopefully motivating other people and playing it forward through that motivation. Exactly, and we, re- we really try to focus on their story, the individual story, and people can find ways to relate to anyone else's story. You know, if you can't find people who are interested in New Orleans, then you can't find them anywhere. Uh, no, so, absolutely not. You know, that's pretty much where we focus. So at. taking the gym. And food (laughs) out of the equation. I mean, okay, I do other stuff, you know, but like, uh, I mean, I went to art school. Right. So I went, did sound design, I, you know, make music and stuff like that. So I do a lot of different, I knew I could do an artistic based show because that's where my mind is. But eating and going to the gym is how I get away from that. (laughs) That's all. So. So is it is it safe to say like what motivates you every day is to get those stories out and to talk to people? And yeah, I love talking to people. I love just hearing what they have to say. I find a lot of shows, 
I just want to listen. That's all I want to do. I want to go, go ahead, you just speak for 30 minutes, and I will just listen, and I just kind of facilitate to keep them speaking. Yeah. And then everyone has their own natural, fantastic story on their own. You don't have to force it too much. So, yeah. Is there something that, like, you could get Jamie over here to tell us something that she's never, you know, can you dig into Jamie well, with you your... Well, you want s- my secrets? Yeah. <laughs> I want, like, you, you, you have like a, out here. Me on the spot. Yeah. yeah. Can, can you... Do you have like something like, like you can zone in with some type of like... What, what's your magic? And does I it, know and does Sean it, is a great listener because we were talking we at the bar before. before. Happened, we so had to I hold already, ourselves back from saying too much because we're like, we're about to talk for an hour. <laughs> we Let's not get into it. So that's a rule number one for not letting guests talk to each other before a show. Yeah. Sounds like like this was a great show an hour ago. Yeah, yeah, it's already (laughs) happened. But then you kind of feel like you're talking to your friend because you already got the backstory. I know where he lived before New Orleans. I know where he lived between Savannah and here. I know it all. All right, so what what did you learn about Sean while you were... At the bar, wait What did you learn about him? Well, Because all he's telling us is that he eats and pumps. That's it. Well, I learned that uh, he loves his hometown, as do I. And uh, being around and moving to San Francisco and New York, as Sean did. And I was in New York for a while. We were talking about those moments when you're in a city and you're looking around and you're like, well, damn, isn't this beautiful? And you're like, "Mm, where's my family and friends, you know? And you just got to be where your heart is. And sometimes that's just right smack in the middle of New Orleans. I'm a transplant here, and I feel that way. Like, I can't imagine moving someplace else at this point. Where are you from? I'm from outside D.C. in Bethesda, Maryland originally. All right. And it's a great part of the country, great great place um and have lived in other places along the way uh but no place compares to this and and some of it's this kind of like intangible kind of thing that you feel when you're in the city uh or just a a moment that happens and you realize you never feel that elsewhere right or when you're elsewhere you realize how much you miss something about here well i'm the other way around i'm trying to figure out that feeling because i have that feeling but i am here so i can't I can't differentiate it between that no place like home. There's no place <laughs> like you file Alabama. Yeah, sure there is. Yeah. But, but you know, it, but maybe for New Orleans, maybe that's true. But I, you know, I still feel like part of the traveling for me is a exercise in figuring out what is necessary for me here and what isn't. And whether maybe I should, you know, plant a flag somewhere else and, Try that out for a while just to make sure I'm not just the product of the race, so to speak, thing. You How know. long have you been here? Uh, besides college and touring around, wandering around, pretty much forever, you know. Uh, I haven't I haven't rented a house somewhere else besides for college, you know. Yeah. So. Were you born here? Uh, born in Houston, but a year later I was here, so. Was Other that your choice or somebody else's? That was the folks' <laughs> choice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the passport says Texas, unfortunately. But, yeah, yeah. You know, for all intents and purposes, people say, born and raised? You know, and just say, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. easier to say. Yeah. And you yes. were, you know, and raised. Right. right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and raised. Yeah. Yes. My kids, uh, because they were born in e- at East Jefferson Hospital, which, first of all, the fact that they, my children's birth certificates say Louisiana, uh, as a, you know, guy who is arguably a northerner from, for my childhood and whatever it's a little bit of a crazy concept to see louisiana on anything um yeah. then to double down it says metairie which is uh, <laughs> hey, <Metri. laughs> is uh definitely a little uh, strange for me that's for sure but you know you do what you got to do yeah. and uh my sister's raising kids in new jersey i'm like girl did we ever think <laughs> that you'd be raising kids in new jersey how the hell did that Where happen in new jersey 
in um, Berkeley Heights. Okay. It's by Summit. Even Jersey people don't know where Berkeley Heights is. I'm from New Jersey. I never even heard of it. Yeah, I know. It's at like 40 minutes through the Holland Tunnel. That's a lot of stuff. 40 minutes from the Holland Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. That's everything in a drive, in a drive. east of, uh, and rather west of New York City. It's like yeah. basically that's northern New Jersey. Yeah. I think northern central. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, so tell her hello. Okay, I will. <laughs> what up, Carly? <laughs> Very nice little shout out. Yeah. So, um... You still didn't really answer the question about. Or actually, you didn't answer the question. You the totally question? Get, You just totally bailed on going and going and showing us your your moves. Well, I was going to tell him that I, I thought that you know both me and Jamie we left for a while. So you have to leave to appreciate it. You can't. I feel that. You know, he leaves but, every week. Well, that, that's the thing, someplace you know, else. This process of you know getting out of town more often than even necessary to just go play some shows that may or may not make sense financially. But I feel like if that's you know I don't know how to do it really you know like back in the day there was the chitlin circuit or like maybe you tried to get on record label or something but i just think uh you know when somebody says hey you want to come play a show here and here's the money involved and my quick equation is gas and you know do i need so much equipment that i can't sleep in the back of the car and it's never that rough (laughs) these days you got a friend in that place who let you crash on the couch you know but yeah, the traveling thing is so necessary to, like, keeping it all moving. It's, like, one of the pistons involved in, like, the creative part to me, you know. Just keeping it moving is shaking the stuff loose to make sure you just remember what's there and what you're trying to write about, you know. And that's the experience. And I find I do a lot of traveling for work. I part of we produce music festivals, so Voodoo Experience, which happens in October, yeah. is one of our festivals, and we have offices in New York and L.A., and I do a lot of traveling in between. Yeah. And I do find that you always appreciate New Orleans. Like, I love it when I, when I'm, when I see the Mississippi River from the airplane. Mm-hmm. You know, when I see it, like, yeah. all of a sudden, like, everything from, like, New York just kind of flushes out of my system, and I feel like, well, all right, I'm feeling back to my center you know like mm. it's all starting like that stress is gone and uh i never never would have thought that would have happened but i think you only get that in a town like new orleans yeah I'm not too sure so i'm interested uh alex was just telling me we were speaking at the bar as yeah, well before the show freaking bar again. so you know <laughs> this is what happens uh yeah uh, alex was mentioning he was playing a festival in switzerland recently yeah. uh but you know uh do you feel like uh, the travel thing at these days is part of uh, your writing part, or do you feel like New Orleans is enough to just kind of wander around these parts and get it all from there, you know? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, writing, I, uh, see, I, 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 you know, I'm not really doing any writing because i got this little kid now, you know. Yeah. Just kind of interrupted everything. How old's your kid? Uh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Not even sure it's mine. Who knows? Uh, could be. I don't know. Two. I'm in Cheyenne, Wyoming right now. Um, he's uh, eight, 17 months. Well, cool. He'll be 17 months tomorrow, actually. Mm-hmm. And he's every month throws this big party, gets all his friends over. I can't wait till he turns two, so we can just say he's two. I was going to ask about that. Like, how long does the months? It goes. Go in, on? I think it goes to till till they're two. You know, I'm know. currently still operating in months. Yeah, personally. Oh how many months? <laughs> Come on, how many months? I have no idea. <laughs> it's really I don't mind saying, but I don't happen. think I can do the math. That yeah, I, try, I tried to do it the other day. I was like, oh, how many? You know, to make a joke, you know, just right. to do your age in months, and it's 
it's like it's not even a real number. It's like it's like degrees Kelvin or something. Like that. It's, something <laughs> it's, an un- so it's unknowable. Have you, have you written a song for him? Uh, no, I haven't. I, actually, I kind of. Well, I mean, we do a lot of singing around the house, just like stuff to you know, like you know, about eating broccoli and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you know, these songs don't last very long. Um, there's a song that I uh, that uh, I claim that he's written. That I do. He wrote a song. I'm going to come to claim it to you too. That he, he wrote this song about his pacifier, <laughs> and uh, that's a popular one around the house. Yeah. <laughs> Could you? Perform that for us? Sure. That'd be great. This is the pacifier song. It's, no, it's, well, it's it. It's called Num Num Charlie. Also known as Suck It. Suck It. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, every family, there's a lot of different names for the pacifier, and uh, they call it a binky. Some people call it, uh, you know, a, a passy or a nunu. In my family, we call it a nummy. I think it's my cousin Ray came up with that. And this is, uh, this is, this is Max's little tune. He was, hearing me try to write one day and then you know he looked at me and he pulled the cigar out of his mouth and he said dad I hear what you're trying to do <laughs> give me that guitar and I'm gonna lay one on you and so he pulled and flipped out this little tune here because it was num num Charlie that's my name num 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 all the day the only time you see me pout is when you take my nummy out I would always wear a grin if you left my nummy in well, you help a brother, yes you do. You let old Charlie choose. Num num Charlie. Num num Charlie. Num Charlie. Num num Charlie. Num num Charlie. Num num. Num num Charlie. Num num Charlie. Num num Charlie. Num num Charlie. Help a brother, yes you do. You let old Charlie choose. You let old Charlie. Oh, yeah. So I told him, I'm going to do that song on my gigs, you know. Yeah. And he says, no, man, I, you know, you're going to have to pay me a royalty. And I, said, <laughs> and I said, fat chance. He said, well, I'll sue. I'll litigate. And I said, well, I, I wish you luck with that because your lawyers are my lawyers. Charlie mm-hmm. so, has a uh, aggressive vocabulary yeah. for <laughs> prodigy and his name is Max so he's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like you don't even know your name man <laughs> so, so uh, we actually wrote a song uh, when my daughter we were during um, uh, Katrina evacuation my youngest who was two at the time my daughters were four and two she decided she was going to potty train herself just the two-year-old she just whatever it was she was taking control of the situation were you using and, the uh, washable diapers or were the apparently this is what happens when you, you have the diapers that you got to put in the laundry like the cloth. because no. there's because they're so foul that kids just can't wait to get rid of them. Oh, really? No. It's like a big reason why you want to put your kids. We in these just uh, put her in a room with newspaper, and um, yeah, it worked not? really well. Um, why, not? <laughs> why not? Just to, just hit her really lightly with the newspaper on the nose, and no uh, shame is a great motive. It was just a it was just disposables, and she just decided to, and so. To uh, enjoy the moment, we came up with a song that still, I mean, we sing in our family to this day. It was poo-poo in the potty, poo-poo in the potty, way to go. <laughs> and so the whole family would stand around the toilet and sing that song. Oh, and yeah. For each chant. other? Everyone does it for each other? We still do it. I, that's nice. why I was late. I'm sorry. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> so, I actually um, self-motivated my apartment with the same, same tune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I think we're all learning a lot here today, which is really, really 
it's special. <laughs> Alex, do you have another song, like a song that you really want to perform, that maybe um, uh, besides the, uh, the potty training song? Uh, and sure, The, the sure. Num Num song, which is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that was cool. Um, just for the record, um, your website and where people can get your music and stuff like that. It's um, irs.gov. Get out of here. Gotcha. Um, good. <laughs> <laughs> AlexMcMurray.com. Your records are really expensive on that <laughs> website. <laughs> yeah, it was. I had the same account as Willie Nelson, you know, so it's... Uh, it's all going there eventually. It's all... Um, yeah, uh, it's AlexMcMurray.com. That's how you find me. And uh, So it's, it's a... What's the name of the show? New Orleans something? It's Happy? New Orleans is the name of the show. Oh, here's uh, a New the, Orleans. The, the, here's a New Orleans song for The you. website and the show is called Happy Hour. Happy Hour. Well, here's a here's an unhappy song about Excellent. New Orleans. There's a famous uh, song called "Way Down Yonder in New Orleans," mm. and this is like the response to that, I guess, or a response, because um, you know most of the world is actually south of here if you look on the right map. And now that the past is gone, fell upon my shoes, and so did shine. What once was mine I'll walk the decks of these cattle boats Over the sea so slow On the sad holiday I've got to say I wish I was But till I know just what it means, I ain't never going home again. I'm a stowaway with a shipwrecked heart, with my bottle below. I think I have a taste. It won't go away. I'ma sit still for the key holding, but you'll get no fight out of me, cause I'm dragged and drowned, till at last I'm run the ground. It's 
built for one, not three. And I'm gonna sit still for the key to hold in. But you're getting all fired out of me. Cause I'm dragged, I'm drowned. Till the last time run the ground. But I wish I was in New Orleans. Diamonds dangling in my jeans. Till I know just what it means, I ain't never going home again. So pretty, so, so good, pretty. man. Thank you. So good. Your voice is just like this yeah. classic New Orleans voice. I'm, I just, it's so. It feels good. Chocolatey, yeah. uh, smoky. Yeah, I smoked for 20 years. So good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's been great. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's probably the smartest thing I ever did. <laughs> I mean, what's so uptight about it? But listen to that voice. I know. Yeah, man. Oh man, I, it wasn't for the, you know, that cheap buzz. It was, you know, to. For art. For art. Well, the uh, R.J. Reynolds did a great job with you. Yeah. God bless him. God bless him. I, I, they don't, they're not making enough money. No. <laughs> I wish I'd given them some more money. Ah, uh, there's always time. <laughs> there's always time. So, Jamie, we have spent no time with you thus far. What's up, so y'all? So, Jamie's actually uh, a, a uh, vocalist, a percussionist, a dancer, yeah. movie maker. Yeah. Uh, your brass band in New York. Uh-huh, based out of New York. Yeah, are you still part of that brass band, even though you're yep, here? Yep, yep, yep. I just did. What's it called? It's the High, the High and Mighty Brass Band. Yes. We did all these yoga and music festivals this summer. I saw you so, were opening um, for Galactic. Yeah! That's awesome. Oh my God, we've done it a few times. Jamie's hitting me for some <laughs> yeah, reason. Sorry. I just love Galactic. It makes me think of Lundy Gras. And I'm yeah. like, I used to be, you know, a younger lady just in the front row on the barricade being like, God, I wish they would just pay me to dance on stage with them. And now I just get paid to dance on stage <laughs> with them. How cool is that? See, that's New Orleans, right? Yeah, like, that's beautiful. And we've been lucky up in New York. We've opened for all the greats. Not you yet. I hope soon. Sounds so beautiful. But Dr. John and John Cleary and all these, you know, bad people that come up to New York. So we're lucky. But my New New Orleans stuff is the stuff that I'm really excited about. Making movies down here. Yeah, what are you making? Oh, my God. So we're about to make a short film called These Wild Things. And I actually wrote it. And um, I'm just lucky enough to have become friends with these New Orleans filmmakers, Construct Films and this director lady called Sam Smith, Samantha Smith, and um, they make the most like dreamy, crazy looking films. So we're about to make this film about these couple like wild animal type people that run into each other on a bayou road and for some reason, which I can't tell you about, you're going to have to see it. (laughs) Um, I'm acting in it too and I'm working with this head injury so I'm thinking this fellow that I meet is like my father. You have a head injury now or in the movie you have a head injury? That's the question. Okay. Who knows? That comes up a lot. You have to think about it. And so I end up thinking that he's all these people other than what he is. And um, we just spend like a good day together going through the ins and outs of getting to know each other. Dealing nice. with some real 
issues and um, it's fun it's wild and it's weird and um, we're throwing all these parties to raise funds for it and will the parties be weird yeah of <laughs> that's course. what we want to know yeah so we have two events the first is a theater festival and it's August 13th through the 16th at Playhouse Nola, which is this sweet little spot on Burgundy in the Bywater. Yeah. It's so sweet. It's a small and just yeah. like... It fits beautiful. like 40 people in the, in the place, yeah. tops. Yeah. And it's an open bar event, so we're doing four nights of it. And um, it's five short plays, like five under 10-minute plays. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's fun. We did one back in May. It's called the Red Light One X. And um, our theater company, Drowning in Blue, puts it on. And it's a really fun night. People get really loose on the sangria and abitas, generously donating all this beer for us. So everybody come and get drunk and So how much is it for plays. a show like that for somebody to go to? 20 bucks. So 20 open bucks. Open bar. I think this is Five the thing plays. that like, is pretty amazing about anybody and a lot of people, specifically in New Orleans, but any place where I've lived where people are motivated to create because they love to create. Yeah. You are not getting rich on $20 a head at 40 tickets, right? True. It's not going to happen. You guys True. are going to, you, you are going to, you're doing it purely for the passion of yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, is that, is that what that's all about? I mean, and what, yeah. where, where, I mean, where's it go? I mean, so I've, I've spent 13 years in New York acting and, you know, off Broadway, it's like you get paid the most minimal, you know, few hundred bucks a week if you're lucky lots of free shows but it's all these people working with so much heart towards it because it's theater it's just like you can't get away from it if you're into it you can't yeah, get you away gotta you got to do it no matter what you know so what was your last real job or current job what do you mean real job like a job where you aren't doing it because you love doing it for the passion of it you know where actually somebody's writing you a paycheck yeah yeah so i have the great uh privilege and honor to work with my friend who runs a chaffal owns and runs a chaffalaya restaurant. Yeah. And she pays me to just come and hang out and, you know, help her in the office and work the door. I'm there for brunches if y'all want to come say hi. Sunday brunch there is awesome. Ridiculous, so yeah. Good. You should come play. I, I do play there. You do? <laughs> yeah. Have we met? I don't think so. I don't think I so. I haven't either. played there in a couple of months, but I play okay, cool. with Carlo. Okay. You know Carlo? I don't know. He sometimes <laughs> made her D's over there. I don't know. <laughs> Alo Nuccio. You, uh, oh, if you, yeah, knew, yeah, if yeah. you knew him, you'd know him. Okay, cool. Yeah, but I, I'll be there on the 22nd and 23rd. Okay, great. So we'll I'll be, be there. there. We'll yeah, because on the 22nd, that same weekend, oh, my God, we're going to have a full day together. There you the 22nd go. 22nd is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then that night is our second party fundraiser at the Rathbone Mansions, which is a B&B on Esplanade. Don't know it. It's really sweet. Yeah. It's um, it's a B and B with a beautiful pool in the background, and the woman who runs it was just generous enough to let us use it. So we're doing a pop up cinema. It's a pool party and pop up movie theater for the night. Food by a Chafalaya. and Giacomo's. It's <laughs> like, did I get the go ahead? <laughs> and um, also, Abita's going to help us out with that. And that's a, you know, that'll be a fun night too. So come to that if you want after brunch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> think about it. I'm gonna remind you. Yeah, I think I got another gig. Oh gosh. Okay. Good. So Alex, do you have now like another band that you're part of, with a group of guys? I play with a lot of people. Why? Um, why is I think I, you're involved with? Uh, I, the, my most kind of steady gig is a, is a band called the Tin Men. Yeah. No, I know yeah. the Tin Man, but is there another something that you're doing with? Uh, uh, what am I thinking that you're part of? I'm obviously wrong. Uh, I do a thing called the Valparaiso Men's Chorus. No, I know that one. You guys have played Voodoo before. That's right, yeah. 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 Um, um, I play with the Happy Talk Band when they do play. Yeah. And, 
No, but like something, not, obviously I'm wrong. Debbie Davis and the Mesmerizers. Uh, I play with uh, Paul Sanchez a lot, or I used to. Did you do uh, with Jim McCormick? Is there something you're doing? Yeah, oh, yeah, the Wright Brothers. That's another. Thank you very yeah. much. I'm not stoned. Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, <laughs> Anymore. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a. That's a band's kind of on the new side. That's why I forget to. Yeah, just like I just saw a pop a, up with Wednesdays on the Pointer. We did like that. that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. So what is that? What, what's going on with that's, that? Um, that's uh, that's me and some other. Uh, oh, that's great. Thank <laughs> you. Appreciate that. Cheyenne, <laughs> Wyoming. And I, um, uh, Paul Sanchez, who I mentioned, and Jim McCormick, who you mentioned, and uh, and uh, the esteemed Spencer Boren, and it's four songwriters who uh, get together and have gotten together and wrote songs it was kind of a thrown together project and we made a record and uh so uh you know we wrote a bunch of songs together and we did some of each other's tunes and and we play sometimes not too often because spencer's on the road a lot but yeah. uh but we're playing i think uh next month somewhere sometime they'll tell you when you're supposed to be there maybe it's cheyenne you know <laughs> would um, that be fortunate <laughs> i'm already there yeah. uh i think it's in baton rouge Right. A place called the Red Dragon something. Oh yeah, the listening room. Yeah. 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 It's kind of a, a under the radar place, but a lot of people who are, uh, you know, into the the songwriting scene, or they know about it, and uh, they'll come out with their, you know, their enthusiasm. Yeah. So that's that's cool. <coughs> yeah. So that's a another project. So have you had a job of any real sort in recent history? <sighs> no. That's fantastic. Not that since fantastic. Uh, I think the last job I had was making pizzas at um, Mona Lisa in Lakeview. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was. I mean, I guess I moved. I moved to New York for a little bit, um, and I well, I was at a bar back there. I was washing dishes, but I don't count that because that's New York, and it's like I was there for like 15 months. And yeah. You do what you got to do. Sure. I was making more money than I ever had in my life, but I was I was washing dishes. And you were spending more money than you ever did in your life. Well, back then it was twenty dollars to leave the house. Yeah. Now I think it's fifty. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Is it up to fifty now? The, like the yeah, leaving your apartment least, tax. At least, yeah. Yeah. You can't even go get a pack of gum without coming home with, that, with fifty dollars poorer. You're right. And then if you take I'm an not Uber. Joking. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, you have a job ever? Uh, it's been. Since uh, just after the hurricane, and a buddy of mine decided it would be a good idea to learn how to build a six-foot cedar fence because everybody's fence yeah. was gone, and so we did really well then. And all our buddies were working at you know the bars and the restaurants, and we'd be sitting in the jacuzzi at 11 a.m. because we just tore down a fence because that's the best thing. You get a dollar a foot to tear down a fence. You know how easy wow. it is to tear down a fence. <laughs> tear down. Easy. down. <laughs> you know, you cut it into four-foot <laughs> sections and you put it on the street for the guy to pick up. And then you go to the jacuzzi and you <laughs> hang out and you talk about how much more money you made today because you tore down a, you know, 500 foot fence. We both made 250 bucks a piece right. and just hit hit the jacuzzi for the rest of the day, you know, you know. But um, no, not since then. Just uh, just booking and promoting and stay small, keep it all sort of realm, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the great thing, and, and Sean, I don't. Do you have a, a, a job besides what you're doing? Uh, I just quit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So hopefully, I will be in this league. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> F you, bastards. <laughs> I'm really jealous because, like, I've worked so many jobs. Yeah. yeah. Just jobs. Yeah. So I'm getting more money and you know, staying in the bathroom, so I won't have to like actually go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. <laughs> 
<laughs> so if you got rid of your job, what is it? Is it doing this show that you've created? Because uh, right now the show's on. Shows. It, yeah. it, it, shows. Right now you have the one show I that one show. is on Sundays, right? Uh, Thursdays and Sundays. Thursdays and Sundays. I know it's right. Sunday one thirty to 2 or something like that? Uh, Sunday at 1.30 and Thursdays at 4. Cool. So, yeah. Um, What's the 88.3? Okay. And, yeah, I would like to do interviews and... I mean, I also play music and stuff like that. I mean, everyone here in New Orleans plays yeah. music. It's almost like redundant to say. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I definitely want to stay in. I also do audio engineering work. So if I could not have a real job ever again and just do what I love. Hallelujah, right? That would be yeah. nice. How so, good would that be? It would, I don't know. How good would it be? It's don't look at me. I'm working at the restaurant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, twice a week, twice and it's the, really yeah, fun. It is really fun. She promised me I could drink wine all day. Right, working. My friend yeah, that's so perfect, right? <laughs> what else do you want out of a job? You yeah, know? free wine, fantastic. Yeah, Job. That's outstanding. So, real quickly, um, Jamie, you have a tattoo on your leg that has two arrows oh, yeah. going in opposite directions. Do you want to explain what that's all about? <laughs> Not <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> Just staring at me here. <laughs> You're teasing me with that arrow, and I don't know what's going on with it. So it's for confusing. You're going to confuse the people on the streets. <laughs> so there's an arrow on Jamie's leg. One goes left. One goes right. And uh, I got no idea what it means. I'm just curious. So <laughs> it's just looking at me. No, nope, I'm not going to give it's it. It's saying, to you. "How you doing?" Yeah. No, nothing. It's on her thigh, upper thigh. I mean, I also got a Florida Lee on my arm, so it's good. We'll talk about that one. Yeah. But like, like Florida Lees, <laughs> yeah. you see those all the time, right? You yeah. don't see that too. Directional arrows going in. It's not a glamorous story. All right. Okay, so, you know, I had this mole. I mean, it's on your body for permanent, so. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's going to look really bad. <laughs> it's got something, right? No, no, no. <laughs> I had a scar like... on my leg, and I was like, I'm looking at this scar all the time. I might as well, like, make a piece of art out of it. So you had a, a mole that was shaped like a star? No, a scar. No, I had a, a mole removed. See, this is not glamorous. <laughs> it's interesting to me. Actually, I don't know if anyone's ever gotten a mole removed that they were like, oh, it's not bad, but it's not good. They cut out like a big junk. Mm. <laughs> I've, I've, I've had them all removed. Yeah, from it's my wild. Back. It they was, take a bunch out. It was out. not fun. I saw like the on the tweezer, like all the skin yeah, that they just pulled out. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's not cool. The worst yeah. and most embarrassing moment of my life when you know, like you. There's moments in your life where you're like, oh my god, I'm becoming my freaking parents right now. Yeah. My wife thought it was a good idea that we go to the skin doctor for like a mole over together. <laughs> oh, cute. So we're both in our gowns and the. It's just I don't I don't want to be there. Like I don't like I said we're never doing this again. Because we're it's just they're going over her body. I'm sitting on a little chair in the corner and. Then they're going over my body and she's Oh my god. It's kinda hot actually. Yeah, yeah. There is nothing hot about the mole over. Oh man, I, I like that clinical stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, Keep talking, buddy. You know, so there's there's these websites. <laughs> Clinicalstuff.com. Oh I know I know all about it. I know all about it. I'm there all the time. Scoot down. It's a great site. I think you'll like it a lot. Um, so, gownsandgurneys.com. Oh, so Yum. good. I suggest Yum. you check it out. Once you go gurney. Um, <laughs> so, Andrew, um, are, you, would, are you performing today at all? Would you want to do a song? Or are you just here to I, drink free beer? I had no out? plans. I, uh, you know, I come to, to hang out and bail. But um, <laughs> you know, if you if you need in a, in a, a tune, I'm, I'm happy to try to provide you with one. All right, well, Alex, do you mind? I'd like to have you play one more song, too, but would you? I just would love to have you play a song. Sure, sure. It's not. Mind if I borrow yours, Alex? Of course not. If we're uh, crossing some type of. uh, 
line here. No, no, no. I've got special wipes so I can... <laughs> I just it would be great because um, I love seeing you perform. Last time I saw you perform was actually down the road at Gasa Gasa. Oh, yeah. Right down. That may have been, sadly, last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, before Sweet Crude or something like that. Right, but, yeah, um, yeah. Yep, yep. And that was a night that spiraled a little out of control into the other bar and some other place. It happens. Things that happen, <laughs> you know, down here. So we are uh, we are on Ferret Street, an area of New Orleans that's just like over the last two three years has just like completely popped and is yeah. just full of great restaurants like Wayfair and bars like Gasa Gasa mm. uh, venues, music venues, and um, it's really kind of interesting to see it happen and what's happening in the neighborhood here. Mm-hmm. Wish I had bought a house here four years ago. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, but hey, Same. you know we have Andrew Duhon here, so Andrew, let's. So I'd do like to play you a song that I forgot that I wrote until a buddy that when I, when I was in the UK <laughs> a couple of weeks ago said, "Hey, play us that that you know tune." It's just one of those campfire songs that you play to make somebody laugh every now and again. It's called the Num Num song. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but I'd actually like to dedicate this to the the little three gig weekend I just got off of in Florida where. None of the jokes about Christianity seem to hit at all. Uh, <laughs> so this one's for them. This is for them. Nice. Well, you can't be too careful these days With all the cops out on the interstate They'll turn on their brights And read you your eyes If you're out drunk driving on Saturday That's why I drunk drive on the Sabbath all day long Yeah, you can drunk drive on the Sabbath all day long You can drunk drive on the Sabbath It's my only safe bad habit You can drunk drive on the Sabbath all day long Yeah, I'll go watch football down at the bar And I'll take a six-pack into my car Cruise on to the next joint, not worried about a checkpoint. Yeah, drunk driver on the Sabbath all day long. Tell me who's it gonna hurt? All the good folks are in church, and the dogs and cats are locked up inside. So come on, y'all, who's with me? Let's shoot six shots of whiskey and take it for a nice Sunday drive. Oh, well, we'll drunk driver on the Sabbath all day long. Drunk drive on the Sabbath all day long Drunk drive on the Sabbath, it's my only safe bad habit You can drunk drive on the Sabbath all day long Let's ride! Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Duhon doing a special guest appearance. Very nice, Andrew. Thanks, y'all. I, um, I recently inherited a golf cart. Nice. And so um, it's great, and my, I, I love driving my daughters around it. Rules are different, that's what you're going to say. Uh, I'm a little scared that that's how I'm going to get busted. You know, like that's, you know, Snake and Jake's is only like six blocks from my house. Uh, I've left there at all hours of mm-hmm. the morning. And I'm always so tempted now to drive my golf cart there. If only for the, like, just because all my friends have already started calling it the Snake and Jake Express. So <laughs> I feel like at some no. point I need to do that, you know, like take it out on a ride. Yeah. But I, I definitely have past a lot of cops and they all give chuck me a deuce and everything's yeah, cool yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but you know that is the that is the way i'm going to get arrested i mm-hmm. think and i'm i'm but maybe on sunday morning remember, it won't be remember so bad. george jones did george jones i know um, on his riding mower 
He was the riding mower. Yeah, he's going down. He's driving down to the liquor store. He was drunk, and they picked him up on the side of the road. Damn. Who was it that uh, um, got arrested on a, on a golf cart in South Carolina? I think that was uh, Randy Travis. Uh, him and somebody else, um, Bill Murray. Bill Murray? Bill Murray had a uh, golf cart drunk driving issue. Wait, uh, I want to I tell you all this These story. are cautionary tales. <laughs> Far from the course. <laughs> it's what keeps me away from doing yeah. it. So I think this is cool to talk about. I worked for Jazz Fest this year, like driving around artists, and I was driving Jerry Lee Lewis which was so cool, and he's sitting in the front seat, and his sister was there, and she's like, remember when we played those shows with Van Morrison? And blah, blah. And he's like, who? <laughs> and she's like, Van Morrison? He's like, who? And she's like, you know it. He's like, do I know him? She's like, you know him. But he used to get drunk and upset. He, you know, he stopped coming around, and he's like, oh, okay. And then she starts talking, and he's sitting in shotgun with me, and I just hear him go, Van Jimps. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, it's so cute. So cute. Uh, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right, so as we are on the cusp, we're in August now, right? I, uh-huh. Before we do anything, we're going to actually wrap up the show in a moment, but I, I think it would be uh, a fail on all of our parts to not have a quick Saints prediction for 2016. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. She goes straight Black for it. Black and gold in the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, so I have a feeling, Sean, you might be a little bit more realistic. I'm just, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the word. You're with me, right? mm. This is a weird year for Saints fans. (laughs) It is. It's kind of like a starting over year. And nobody wants to really admit to that, right? We all want to be Super Bowl, right? It would would be a surprise to me if that happened. Last year at this time, everybody in the media, I mean, because I listen to, on my way to work in the morning, I listen to, like, the Dan Patrick show. And everybody who is anybody in the world of professional sports is talking about it's going to be a Saints Steelers Saints Pat Pat Super. This was last year, oh, not yeah, this year, before, right? Last right, year, everybody going into it was talking Saints Pat Saints Steelers. It was always Saints 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 in, in the NFC. Right. Going into this year, you just don't hear that anymore. Mm. And for Saints fans, uh, it's a weird year. Like we don't really know what we're doing. I mean, we all want Super Bowl. Sure. Of course, right? Yeah, of course. Realistically, it will probably be off to a slow start, and we'll get better as the year goes on this year, but then not quite make it at the end. Like, we'll be right on the cusp of playoffs like we always are. Right. And then we won't make it. <laughs> and then that's going to be, you know. That's the end of the story. That's usually how it, you know, heartbreaking end. So, oh, we're going to come back now. So, you know, that's what I think will happen. What I hope will happen, I hope we'll win. I hope yeah, we'll go yeah. Away. We have a fantastic team. As long as we beat Atlanta twice, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's it all that matters. matters. That's all that happens. Andrew, any thoughts on the uh, – in this year's campaign? Just, just I'll second at that Atlanta is the worst city in the United States. Terrible. <laughs> They're the worst fans ever. Yeah. They are obnoxious. I yeah. hate them. That, that, and and why, Jeez. why do people get into suits and then sit behind desks and talk about this shit all day long and people watch them do this shit? <laughs> Man, like you know, CNN. At least some of that stuff might affect people sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But they just talk about trades and things all day long. Like yes, wow. what? You know, God, you know, I, I don't know. There's a well, magazine for these people that they'd be interested in. The uh, reality is the NFL is the religious of, religion of America. Right, I mean, yeah. Uh, again, Dan Patrick has said if, if he talked about nothing but the NFL 12 months a year, he would have great, he'd have great ratings. He doesn't right. have to talk about hockey. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to right. talk about basketball, Olympics, nothing. Yeah. All he talked about was NFL, 
just as you're saying, yeah. which the NFL Network does. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like. and it's not it's not unique to us. You go to the UK and the, you listen to the Cavs, you know, radio, and he's listening to the, how they're talking about the local football guys on to the next mm-hmm. team, and you know how he's going to fare over there, and what they're expecting for the next guy who's coming in. It's all the same shit. Yeah, uh, just these weird predictions and and hopes so, and dreams for a team that's going to put their blood, sweat, and tears into the mediocrity tray and move on, you know? On a scale of 1 to 10, you as a sports fan is uh, 3? Huh? No, no. I, I fucking love to watch. I mean, it's Sunday. It's exciting. It's it's as exciting as, you know, a street fest or something. It's like, hey, something's coming up. Hey, let's go check that out. Yeah, it feels cultural, especially after Katrina. You know, it's like that, that game against the Falcons. Uh, Steve Gleason's game. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was at that game, and that was special. Yeah. And ever since then, yeah, there's, like, some celebration there. There's something that that it means to be a Saints fan, I think, you know, and watch this team. And, and the fact that they they won the Super Bowl the next year. Yes. Right? You know, there there's a that is a story that sticks with me, and I feel an element of that in every Saints game following I think what's amazing is when you look back, you know, you bring back post-Katrina. Like, that's 10 years ago now. Yeah, yeah. That is – when we moved back here, we had opportunities to move elsewhere. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people did. And we actually – one of the things we were saying was, like, we want to be we want to be here when New Orleans is a great city again and the Saints win a Super Bowl. And, you know, two years later they won a Super Bowl. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that happened pretty fast. So, uh, <laughs> didn't see that coming. Can I just say it's so interesting how, like, the city is so dependent on that win or loss on Sunday. Oh, like, man. Like, yeah. You know what the Monday is going to be uh-huh. just based on if they won or lost. You know? I, even if I wasn't a fan, I would dread Monday knowing Absolutely. how lost. bad yeah, it is. Like, oh, like, man, work's going to suck tomorrow. Exactly. And it really, I and I've lived in, uh, I've lived in D.C. I've lived in Baltimore. I lived in Miami. I've lived in L.A. And two things that you don't see in any other city: everyone doesn't wear their jersey on Friday to work. It, they don't have like at my kid's school they have black and gold day on Fridays, you know, and they they were in uniform schools. Uh, nothing like that anywhere else. And on Monday, it's nowhere like the depression of a loss or the high of a win. Mm. I mean, fr- Monday can be a Friday. If, uh, if they've won the night before, you know, it's incredible. Mm. Alex, real quickly, Saints? Falcons go 16 and 0. Oh, man, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> totally. No doubt about it. Falcons are going to dominate this year. All right, good to know. Good to know. Good to have that input. All right, uh, Jamie, two tats. What do you got? Double arrow? Uh, you already heard me. We're doing oh, Super, yeah, you're Bowl. Going to Super Bowl. We're That's winning. Right. I forgot. How could I forget that? All right, so. Um, We'll see. I don't think it's a Super Bowl year, but we'll find out. Alex, you want to do one last song for us? Oh, please do. Sure, sure. Uh, we were talking about restaurants, um, jobs. And here's a song. I didn't write it. It was written by Terry Roach of the Roaches, another great New Jersey band. I know. And uh, I think they're from near where your sister's Berkeley from Heights. in Berkeley Heights. Um, this is a song for anybody who has uh, quit their restaurant job to pursue fame and fortune and then had to go crawling back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Selak, can I have my job back? I've run out of money again. Last time I saw you, I was singing hallelujah, I'm so glad to be leaving this 
to have my old job back again I'll clean the tables I'll do the creams and I'll get down on my knees and scrub behind the steam table Oh, Mr. Selak I didn't think I'd be back Well, I worked here last year, remember? <laughs> I came when Annie was going on vacation And I stayed on almost till December I have my old job back again I won't be nasty to customers no more When they send their burger back I'll tell them that I'm sorry Waiting tables ain't that bad since I've seen you last I've waited for some things That you would not believe to come true Sweep my way to heaven Give me a job you name it Let the other 40 million 307 People who want to get famous What do you got coming up? What's next for you? Uh, I'm playing tonight uh, at DBA with Jefferson Parish Starship. Sick. Jefferson Thanks. Parish Starship. <laughs> Outstanding. What am I doing Friday? Or after Friday. What are you doing after Friday? Next week. What do you got coming up? AlexMcMurray.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know. I think his I got team something. team is on it. Talk to his team. My team is... Talk to somebody from my team. I, I think... They're terrible, by the way. Uh, they don't. They they're not responsive. Yeah. They don't know where you are. I'm playing Saturday somewhere. And Good. I'm stoked for that Thursday, show. Thursday, I'm somewhere. <laughs> I might be. I, if I could, I don't know where my phone is. Could, I don't know. It's, I really know. I have no idea. AlexMcMurray.com. AlexMcMurray.com. Very That's nice. That's where I go. Yeah. 
yeah. when I need to find out mm. yeah. more That's about That's my me. first stop on the internet. That's Always. Right. <laughs> Andrew Duhan, what is coming up on your now North American leg uh, of your world tour? I'm, I'm, I'm back home for a week and a half. I'm going to see if I can't shake some tunes loose, and, uh, and then I'll grab the trio again, get the boys back together, get the band back together, <laughs> yes. and uh, we'll head to the West Coast and back, and then uh, we'll end that, that tour with a show at Gasa Gasa, opening for a pretty cool new band called Great Peacock. And that cool. is, uh, I don't know, check the website, andrewduhon.com. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh Sean? Uh, yeah, I'm going to record an interview tomorrow with some poets who I can't remember the name right now. But <laughs> it's going to record tomorrow and it's going to play tomorrow. And I want to get Jamie on there at some point. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. do that? Yeah. Thank you. You too, if you want. Sure. <laughs> I mean, we have a music show. We should get you on so you can play all your tunes and everything. Yeah, it's sure. Yeah. And on the audio recording side, are you doing anything besides your show? Are you working? Do you do uh, recording music and stuff like that, or um, I mean, are you working always, in a studio? I'm or? always recording music. I have a little studio in my house, so yeah. I mean that's just an ongoing thing. So I don't have like a set date or anything like that. But yeah. is there a website that people should go to? Um, they should just go to wrvh.org or our SoundCloud page, which is a wrvh, and my show is called Audio Portraits. Like Outstanding. So. Audio and portraits. Jamie, you've got a couple parties coming up. Yeah. You can go to drowninginblue.com, or if you want to get more of me, jamienewman.com. That's N-E-U-M-A-N-N, and that's all my performance stuff. And, yeah, Red Light One Acts, August 13th through 16th, 8 p.m. at Playhouse NOLA. And then August 22nd, come get wet at the pool party, pop-up cinema. All right. All right? Nice. All right, I've got Voodoo coming up yes. uh, October 30th through November 1st. We haven't talked at all about you, Sid. We're know, sorry. man. <laughs> so it's not really about me. I'm just here. Grant Morris, he, whenever he ends up in jail and he has one call, he calls me. Oh, that's, that's all. So it's a, it's a shame. It's good to have friends. Um, but he'll be out by next week. Don't worry. Uh, that's it for Happy Hour from uh, Wayfair on Ferret. And hopefully you will listen to it. It's uh, up online. And uh, you can share it with your friends. To obviously, follow itsneworleans.com and Happy Hour on all the proper social media. And uh, thank you guys. Big applause to everybody. Thanks yeah. to Wayfair. Yeah.